Welcome back to Zillennial Big Sis. It's Emma, your ZBS here. It is the last week of February, you guys. The new year is flying by. I'm actually in shock. And I'm so excited for this week's episode. I got to sit down with my good friend from college, Shelby Thomas. She tells me all about styling. We really, this was like a catch-up episode. One of my goals on my mood board this year or for the first three months of the year was to understand and get really better at my personal style so I can like look as good as I feel because sometimes when it gets to the outfit, I sit there and I'm like, oh, this is a straight miss. But other times I feel like I've got it down pat. Shelby in this episode shares so many great tips and tricks that I have never even thought about. And we talk about everything from her favorite things currently to trending trend predictions and how to shop the trends and take things that you love from them and your celebrity inspiration to what do you do when you walk in your closet and you say, wait, I have nothing to wear. This episode was such a treat and I'm so excited for you to listen to it. So without further ado, here is my good friend, my interview with Shelby Thomas. It's recording. I see it. Oh my gosh. Thank the Lord and all that is good. (laughs) This is what persistence gets y'all. I know. See if we would have given up. You don't get anything when you quit. Oh my gosh. Okay. Amazing. So we're recording right now. So welcome to Zillennial Big Sis, Shelby. I am so happy to have you here. Oh my gosh. Like just seeing you face to face right now, even though it's through a screen, is just iconic on all levels. So I can't wait to dive into our conversation today. And I'm just so happy to have you. Well, thanks for having me. I'm literally so excited to see you too. It's been like so long. We need to have a reunion or like a vacation or trip or something because I miss your energy in my life. Oh my gosh. Well, you don't even know that I've actually planned a whole road trip that's going to take me from Savannah. I'm passing through your area and then like, I'll try, like I got it. We'll talk to, we'll have to talk after the podcast because it's going to be iconic, legendary because I'm thinking maybe next February that I want to move somewhere. And let me tell you that your area is on my list. So, well, you should because it's the best here. <laughs> Literally, I can't stand a Midwest winter <laughs> one more time. <laughs> um, well, if this makes you want to move more, it's like 70 degrees here today. So, if you just saw the tear that just streamed on my face, <laughs> I would give anything for that. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. So just to do a quick introduction, I want to talk about kind of how we met. Um, tell me about yourself. But pretty much in the intro to this, I explained how you're essentially like a version of my big sis. So you're the ZBS's big sis because we met in AOPI and our sorority. You were our leading warrior, our presidente for a little bit. And when I lived next to you, my sophomore year of college, your senior year, we just bonded and clicked like two pieces. Awesome. So yeah, I'm Shelby. Um, I've known Emma for like, it's probably been like six or seven years now. And we were neighbors, which was so fun. Um, we also were in AOPI together. And it's funny that like, you know, she's like a big sis to other people. And even though I'm older than her, like, I feel like you're kind of my big sis from this <laughs> podcast. Like, so many things you're saying or like thoughts that I have every day. So, um, it's vice versa. And you realize as you get older, like you can get a lot of wisdom from people younger than you. So that's like, so fellow Aries queen. Yes. Two days apart. We, I always forget this. And then it was the first thing that like Shelby said, I was, she was making a joke. It took us like 80 tries to get onto this meeting. 
and to get it recording. She was like, oh, I'm so old. I was like turning 27 this year. And then we re-found that we're both Aries queens. And that's why we like... I think that's one of the reasons our energy really meshes. <laughs> I agree. We're also going to have a really great New Year um, for Aries is what I hear. So go us. I have heard that. And it's great because Taurus is supposed to be having a good year too. And we're both on the cusp. We so are. like double trouble. Exactly. Come on. This is perfect. Love so it. you are currently in South Carolina. You're in Charleston, correct? Correct. Yes. So you moved from Indy, Indiana to Charleston. How has that move been? Like what what is the Charleston energy like? Like tell me about your day-to-day in Charleston. Oh my God, it's so good. Like the sun is always shining. Typically in January, it's rainy. Like the past two Januaries since I've lived here, it's been like gloomy. So you have a little bit of seasonal depression, but it's like hit or miss. But this January, it's been perfect. It's been like 70s. Um, but the energy is just so lively here. Like everyone is like out and about. I've never like, it kind of reminds me of college because I've never lived somewhere where everyone's constantly doing something like even on like a Tuesday night, like tonight people will be going out and like going to dinner and like going to drink. So like the social scene is really great. Um, the food scene is amazing. There's not like a bad restaurant in Charleston. It's so hard to like pick a favorite whenever people ask, because like, my favorites change and like, there's just something for everyone. Um, we have the beach, which is amazing. Like, it's just nice to like go for a walk sometimes. Um, also the fashion here is just, it's so good. I feel like people have such a defined personal style. Like there's no one that dresses the same. Um, I went to Mm. New York last spring and I felt like everyone was kind of wearing the same like outfits and style, which is great. I think that's fun too, but here it's like every girl is an individual and they definitely wear what they love. So do you realize that like, as you're saying this, you're selling me even more and more on like the whole situation. Um, I love that. No, that's awesome. And so in college you studied speech pathology. Are you still, you're still currently, are you still currently in speech pathology? No. So I actually made a huge career shift like a month ago. Um, so this is like really crazy. Like not a lot of people know this, but I had been thinking of like, ever since I started speech therapy, I was like, I'm not going to do this forever. This is just not me. I picked it because it was practical and I do have like a huge passion for it. But like, you know, you kind of just had to like get through school to really feel it out and see if you liked it. Mm -hmm. And I did it for two and a half years and I just like did not feel fulfilled. Like it was honestly like one of the hardest lessons I've had to go through in my life. Um, and so last year I kind of was thinking, I was like, when the right opportunities open themselves up, I'm going to start applying. Cause I think I was really scared because I was like, I don't have any like true fashion experience or like anything in like PR or marketing, but I wanted to do something in that realm. Um, so all I'm all about manifestation, but that's like a whole nother story. Um, but anyway, so love manifesting, we love it. It's so real. Like I had been like, you know, thinking about it, like setting intentions, all these things. And literally the craziest thing happened. Like there was like a Monday where I told, like I FaceTimed my sister and I was like, Hey, I think I'm just going to like apply to this company. They have a part-time position and then maybe it will like move to full-time. Well, that night I got on Instagram, they had a full-time position. I interviewed and got the job and now I'm working in, um, fashion jewelry um, at a local jewelry store here in Charleston. It's called Heart. It's so fun. Um, I'm wearing like one of the necklaces. I've had it. Like I bought it before I started working there, but it's like custom charm jewelry. It's 
big like woo woo energy. Um, Shelby, just, like, all good vibes. Like I'm when I tell you, <laughs> I wish that everyone could see. Even if you're listening, my jaw literally just dropped. You literally said, "Let's you know start part time and then hope it opens up full time." You said, "You know what? I'm going for this. You got this." And like kudos to you. I don't think people really understand how difficult it is to completely just change the life plan, the life path, and like to follow a passion in that way. So like. Oh my God, that's amazing. And that's so exciting. You have always been one of my most fashionable friends. So it's just, this makes so much sense. And I feel like you're just, you look so happy and you're glowing and oh my gosh, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. It was so scary. And like, it's still like scary to admit because I'm like, I'm really trying this year to live in more like freedom and like not like, I'm always like looking for the other shoe to drop. So like, I'm, you know, trying to live full freedom, like joy, all that. And so it's really weird to say it. And like, I'm still accepting the fact that like, this is my life because I was like, I literally cried every day, like the last two months of the year when I was in my old job. And I was just like, this is not where I want to be. So to be able to wake up every morning and like, be so happy and like Sunday, like today I'm not working, but like when I have to work, like I'm so excited, um, is such a different mindset and I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Thanks for telling me because you guys, as you're listening to this, this is me and Shelby catching up as well. So like we haven't been able to get to like chit chat for a while, but no, that is so amazing. And I love hearing that, especially because in the jewelry industry, that is like so you and I love it so much. So thank you so much for sharing that. And can you tell the listeners a little bit about your fashion styling and your Instagram account before we really dive into the episode? Because you may not have like had paid experience doing that. But let me tell you, your experience creating some bomb outfits and understanding personal style is like a million times. Oh my gosh, thanks. Um, So I started that. My account, it's called Style With Her. Um, because I wanted like an outlet that helped me, you know, share my inspiration, not only with fashion, but just like things that I love. I have like such a dynamic personality and I really wanted a way to express myself. And since I wasn't really like, I felt like I needed to fill a void when I was in my old job. So I wanted a way to express like my sense of humor, my love for fashion and my creativity. And then I also really saw a need for the modern day young woman. So like mm-hmm. the her and style with her is any any young woman. It's not me. I like make up these little stories with my outfits, but it's typically like I'm gaining that inspiration from like my friends, like what they're doing in their lives or, you know, other people that I follow on Instagram. Like it's not always my specific life, but I knew like a lot of women needed assistance with like getting dressed and getting ready. Um, I've been in a lot of weddings in my twenties. And when I would go on bachelorette trips, I always packed my outfits knowing what I was going to wear each night. And so whenever we were getting ready, like girls had like 10 different things to pick from and they were like making everyone run late. And they're like, I don't know what to wear. And I'm like, wait, like you don't pack your outfits before you come on this trip. And they're like, no, (laughs) exactly. Which is fine. But I was like, how do you not know? So like, I was like, wow, okay. There is such a need for this. And originally I thought everyone loved like doing this stuff. Like, because it was my passion and like girls love to shop and all of that. I was like, Oh great. Like, you know, this is what everyone loves you. But then I was like, actually like this is something most women dread every single morning. So, mm-hmm. um, it kind of gave me like a great place to start. And so I started making, I do a lot of like collages and I piece together. Sometimes it's things I'm actually going to purchase that like I have been on my shopping list and I want to 
show people ways to style it. Other times it's like those breech pieces that, you know, if I had a million dollars, I would buy, Mm -hmm. but all of this stuff was like living in my brain and I needed to get it out because I (laughs) couldn't stop thinking about it. So, um, I do a lot of that. I also love to share like red carpet looks. Um, that's my Shelby. I look so much forward to red carpet season because seeing your commentary on these looks and it's, you do it in a way that is so productive and kind because there's always that, Oh, it's a fashion miss. And it's a fa- no, you are like sharing it in such a uplifting way in your, the looks that you choose to, you're not, going just like the very basic, you know, generic, you are finding those like little gems. You're finding that producer that wore this amazing Oscar de la Renta gown. Like you're finding those people. And no, if you guys, you have to look at her award show stuff because I mean, it is literally the highlight currently of my life because it's award season. I love that. I love that you said that too, because I hate like hot or not because my personal take on style is that I wear things that aren't flattering for me or that maybe someone else hates, but I love it. And I don't want anyone to ever feel insecure about what they're wearing Mm -hmm. just because it's not trendy or like not everyone um, would pick that out of their closet and wear. Like, I think it's truly about like, I see it through a lens of it's very artistic and it's very expressive and creative. So I always want to highlight the positive part of it. And I also think too, you know, there's real people behind this, which like, this is really deep. And like, I'm really into this so far. It's crazy. But like, someone created that piece. So like, to say that it's ugly, or to say that someone didn't wear it appropriately, like, that trickles down and hurts so much deeper than you would realize, even though Mm -hmm. it seems fruit fruit and it seems very like, surface level, it's not like this is someone's career. Um, So I just, I really like to make it a positive experience. I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing more about that. So before we dive into the even deeper topics, I just want to know what are your current two favorite things right now? So we, with all my guests, I do two um, current favorites and then one not so favorite. Okay. So I'll do my two favorites first. So one is like something current. I'm literally obsessed with the show Wednesday on Netflix. No, what is shock? Why is that show like actually so good because I thought it was going to be like a little like kitschy and weird. And I thought it was going to be super Halloweeny, but like, no hats off. Jenna Ortega. She slayed. slayed. She's amazing. I'm just like, so obsessed with, obsessed with people being unapologetically themselves. And like, I want to channel her every day of my 2023. Like she's so cool. Um, I don't really know her as a person, but as the character, I'm just obsessed. We need that Wednesday energy this, this year. Literally, like, just say whatever the hell you want and, like, who cares? That's what I, that's what I'm trying to channel. No, I love. My second favorite is just a tried and true. I literally am obsessed with Chick-fil-A. I eat there (laughs) at least once a week, so. (laughs) I should have known that Chick-fil-A was going to be up there for you. (laughs) Um, It's really sad because where Emma and I went to school, we had, like, one Chick-fil-A and Mm -hmm. they knew my name and my order, so. (laughs) <laughs> I did not know that about you. Yeah. I did not. It's sad though, because the Chick-fil-A knew your name in order. The Wendy's knew my name in order <laughs> like in college. Like that's embarrassing that when I'm at Wendy's and it's like, oh, do you want a receipt? And they're like, oh wait, no, no, no. It's her. Don't give her her receipt. She doesn't <laughs> want it. I'm embarrassed. I call it good customer service. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. Um, Chick-fil-A's grilled nuggets have really been hitting different with me recently. <gasps> no? 
No, I can't eat grilled. <gasps> but I'm glad you I'm glad someone likes them because <laughs> they're putting them out there, but like I can't. <laughs> Wait, I only like their grilled. I literally can't eat their like fry. Yeah, no, like their grilled is like my moment. Oh, well, maybe I should try it, but like I need everything fried. You know, I respect that on a deep level. I really do respect that. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then least favorite thing right now. What is it? Okay. This is hard because I didn't think about this one. Um, I would just say like, I'm okay. I just did this. So this is a bad example, but like yucking someone's yum, like Shelby, I dead ass was about to say yucking (laughs) someone's yum. Oh my God. Our brains. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength. That's so crazy. But yeah, I like need to be better about that because I think it's just, there's different ways you can go about it. Like I do it more playfully. It's funny, but I think some people take it too seriously. And like, I don't know. I just don't, I think there's so much, there's so much better things we can do with our time than like dogging on people's likes that you don't like. I don't know. It's just like, we don't have to all like the same things. And it honestly makes it better. I love that not everybody loves the grilled chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A because that means they're not going to be sold out every time I come. Like, exactly. I love that. And also at the end of the day, why does it matter if someone likes fried over grilled or grilled over fried? But I completely understand, especially with like your views in fashion. Fashion is so expressive. And if you look at someone, I, especially I see with like the older... I don't want to typecast the older generations, but like, you know, that joke about like, oh, the purple haired kids and like the older parents are like, oh my gosh, I could never. It's like, it's hair dye, baby. Calm down. It it will change. That drives me crazy. Like, that's a perfect example. Like whenever you're out in public and you're with a group of people that just have to pick out like all these things. I'm like, why? Like, who cares? Like they're braver than you. Like you probably would never dye your hair purple. So, you know. Even if you wanted to, you'd probably be too scared. So we got to support people. No, I love that. I've literally been saying that phrase so much recently. Um, so the fact that that came out of your mouth and I was thinking it when you were talking this out, brains connected. I love it. I love um, that. Amazing. Okay. So now that we got to know you a little better, we know about what got you into styling. And again, kudos for you for taking a leap and getting into the passion that you have and the love. This is like... I literally have mono right now. So I said I was going to be so low energy, which is funny because like my low energy is like normal people energy. Um, But this has just like reignited my like heart and my life. So I'm so excited for this. Let's dive in to what got you into fashion? What got you like, what made you love it? Do you remember a moment in your life where you were like, wow, this is something that I genuinely love? So it's funny because I always tell people that my mom has told everyone that I dressed myself since I was one. So (laughs) like she was fighting me at one, which like after working with kids, it's kind of crazy that I was able to do that because I mean, kids are really smart at one, but like, they're not really like telling their mom what they want to wear, what they don't want to wear. So like Mm -hmm. I've dressed myself forever. So it's always just been, you know, something in the back of my mind. But I think when I really realized that I loved fashion was probably in middle school. Um, I was always like watching e-news, always watching the red carpet. Mm -hmm. I subscribed to like all the fashion magazines. I would read fashion magazines at the library at my high school and middle school Um, I was probably like the only person that was reading them, but I was like, thank God they have a subscription because I don't have money. Um, (laughs) So loved that. I also like, 
picked up sewing when I was in elementary school. My grandma taught me how to sew. So like that made me love like the composition of like Mm -hmm. fashion. Um, and I mean, TV like truly pulls a ton of my inspiration. Like all the TV shows that I was watching movies, like I just really fell in love with all of that. And I think, um, you know, I just, I, it's just been something that like in my free time, I was reading about fashion or, you know, like make, like literally like drawing outfits or something. Like, it's just always been like some kids like love to go and like play sports, but I was like, I'm going to go and watch e-news tonight because I need to know what <laughs> so-and's I was wearing. So uh, I love that. No, that is so cool to hear. I especially love when someone's passion was obvious when they were younger. Like that's so cute. There's a video of my mom when she gave birth to my older sister and she's like, we got to tell my mom that she's long fingers. So maybe she'll be a piano player. Hannah is a musician. Like it is so cute. And I love when I hear that because it sometimes makes me think that just what we have in our core, just like when we take a step back and look at who we were as a child, whenever we get confused in our twenties and we get confused in our life, it's like, what did I like when I was a child? Because maybe that'll reignite something in you. So that is so cute. I can imagine one-year-old Shelby running around right now being like, Mm-mm. no, I'm not wearing that onesie. <laughs> like wiggling out of it. Um, that's hilarious. So you were talking about how you loved watching TV, film, all of that. What are the places where you were seeing the best fashion inspiration right now? Some some things that, you know, they're breaking the boundaries and they're doing something really creative and inspirational to you. Okay. So obviously Emily in Paris, like if you need to look at couture, like go there Um, it's amazing. Um, there's so many like great celebrities right now, which sometimes it's hard to tell, like if it's truly them or if it's their stylists that are doing like, you know, the Mm -hmm. outfits for them, but it's still fun to look at. Like Florence Pugh is someone who I think just like rocks it every time. Also, she's playing characters that have such like loud personalities and Mm -hmm. their style matches it. Love her. Um, it's iconic, honestly. Who doesn't like her? Who? You're crazy if you don't. Like, Maybe, I love her. Like, stunning. And I love it. And her her outfits are really interesting, too. Like, I guess I never really even thought... Because people don't really talk about her as, like, a fashion icon. But, like, now that I think about it, she's always stepping out in something interesting. Like, her red carpet looks are always so interesting. I love that short haircut that she has right now. Okay. So, even the styling. Oh, that's a great... That's a great one to look at. I love that. I love her. Um, also, like, I feel like everyone knows her, but, like, Hailey Bieber, um, she has great, like, you know, she's on the trends. I yeah. I feel like she's someone who, you know, she's kind of that person that's going to trial it for everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. we see the trends if you love fashion or if you're, like, reading magazines. Like, you see these trends, but, like, they're on the runway. She's kind of the first person to try them out. Um, I also love Paige DeSorbo from... Summer House. Um, she's a Bravo girl. She has a great style. Um, Emma Roberts is someone who I really love. Like, I think she has a really good personal style. Like, she's kind of like that everyday girl. Um, like, if you follow her on Instagram, like, what she's wearing when she's traveling is so chic. But then when you see her, like, today she did, like, a press thing. And, like, she looked fabulous. And I know that she's someone who may use a stylist, but I think she selects a lot of her pieces because you can just like see her personal personal style coming through. Um, that is 
So when you see, when you look at someone, I definitely think the whole conversation about like whoever stylist is like not doing well. Like right now, a lot of people are talking about Margot Robbie and how, because she's in Chanel, the Chanel looks like aren't, you know, doing the best. Like people don't love them as much. Um, But I mean, again, it's some, someone out there does, but what are like some key notes to personal style that you can see in these shows and in these celebrities that you're like, okay, that might be their personal style as opposed to a stylist touch. Because I think like stylists and celebrities are really a team a lot of times. But like, I mean, if I was a celebrity, I'd be like, put me on what you think is cute. <laughs> I think for me, you can tell kind of like by what they're wearing each time they're stepping out in public. So like first thing I noticed is how they're wearing it. So if they seem really confident and I analyze this stuff, so like it's not going to be like first glance, everyone sees this, Mm -hmm. but like if they're confident, you can tell they love the piece. So to me, it seems like they probably had some say in the decision. I also think like if they're wearing similar styles over and over again they know what flatters them or they know what they like or they're wearing Mm -hmm. colors that they love I think that also shows that like they're choosing things and like they're demonstrating their personal style but I also would say too on like the other extreme like the people that are willing to try new things and they're wearing things that are different than other people on the red carpet um like Florence Pugh for example like she was wearing sheer fabrics last season and that's new like that's on trend for spring like in Mm -hmm. 2023 so like no one else is wearing something like that then so that to me shows like okay she's really defining her personal style I'd say the people that aren't are typically those people that you know might go with like a color palette that isn't really you know one that they typically would wear um Mm -hmm. they're wearing what is trendy like now they're probably wearing like the bigger designers. They're not going out of their comfort zone wearing like a new designer. Um, It's like little things like that, that I see whenever you're, they're probably not wearing their personal style and also like what they wear. Like I know like um, the paparazzi aren't really a thing anymore, but like in tabloids or like on their own Instagram, like you kind of see like what these people wear in their everyday. And I think you can channel that in high fashion too. So Okay. I love that. Um, And then, so we all have these people who we look at and we're like, that's my fashion inspiration. And one thing that you talked about earlier that I think like we should definitely touch on is this idea of looking flattering. I will say that I grew up as a taller, bigger woman. So my whole life, it has been shoved down my throat that I had to wear things that made me look smaller. And when it comes to finding your personal style and finding confidence in fashion, what are some of your tips that you would give to people? Because let's be honest, if I were to describe my style now, it's anything Abercrombie sells. <laughs> okay. Abercrombie is like pushing out the good stuff. Like they're, they are creating really great things and all of their stuff. I can see any girl wearing, mm-hmm. which is a great marketing tool because Like, I would say I was not an Abercrombie girl in high school. Like, it was all very similar. Now I'm like, I I could shop there. Yeah, one, I couldn't fit in it. Also, I'm like, it was boring to me. Now I'm like, okay, there's a lot. Like, it's so sad. But, like, a lot of, like, teen girls are wearing, like, the cute puff sleeve baby doll dresses with, like, Mm -hmm. the blazer sneakers. And I'm like, I want to copy them. They look so cute. Because, like, Mm -hmm. that's my style. But Abercrombie has never been, like puffy sleeves, exaggerated waistlines, like big silhouettes, which like kind of goes back to like, 
you don't have to dress flattering because like I love the oversized pieces, um, Mm -hmm. even though that's probably not the best thing for my body, but I enjoy it. So that's why I wear it. But back to like, you asked about like personal style tips and like how to dress for like your individual style. So for me, like the biggest thing I always go back to is like where you're finding your inspiration. So like Mm -hmm. to really like build my confidence with maybe like a new piece that, you know, I'm unsure of, like, for example, I just bought Nike blazers, which is pretty trendy. Like I wouldn't say I'm a trendy girl. Like I like to incorporate a few pieces or like, you know, maybe a texture or a color from the trends, but like, I'm not going to go and buy a crop top. Like it's just, that's not me. Yeah. So what I do a lot is I will like Pinterest things. So I'll search styled books with blazers or, you know, styled looks with, um, like a certain color and just kind of like see how other people are wearing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll look in my own closet and be like, okay, what do I have? Like, and that's another thing I think about too, is like when I'm shopping, I'm constantly going through like, how many ways can I wear this? What can I piece this with? Um, also my biggest advice is if you're unsure and like, you're not going to be able to walk out the door in it and feel good about it. And you, you know, are like, say you're going to a party and like, all you're going to think about all night is, oh my God, does this look good? Mm-hmm. Don't wear it. Like yeah. wear something you've worn before, because at the end of the day, like, style and fashion are so much more like than what you're putting on your body. It's more about how you're presenting yourself, how you're speaking, how you're thinking, um, who you are as a person, like the way you make decisions in life. Like it's style is so much deeper than that. So like for me, it's like be confident in what you're wearing. Um, that was one of the tips that I gave uh, two episodes ago in my first date video. I'm like, do not wear a new outfit on your first date. Like, don't do it. Wear something mm-hmm. tried and true. But I find myself falling into the um, idea of like, I have my personal uniform, right? I have my black tees, my all of this and my denim that I like, my black... Like, it's very monotonous. And I think there's a lot of power in having like kind of a quote unquote uniform. I mean, look at like... Uh, Anna Wintour, she has her uniform, her big glasses, her haircut, you know, Steve Jobs, he has his uniform. Um, But like, I also find because I have a uniform, I guess, I don't know necessarily what my style is. So when trends pop up, it's harder for me to distinguish like what trend I love because I love it or because people are wearing it. So do you have any advice on how to just like kind of nail down what is your style and still be able to experiment without feeling like you're falling trapped to every single trend, especially with the internet. Things are moving fast. For sure. Fast fashion is like, it's crazy. Like I read something recently that said, um, trends are like every, I am going to butcher this because it's been a while, but it was basically like every three months, which like used to be years. So that's also crazy. I would say, don't buy something right away. Like I Mm -hmm. am the worst about like, I sit too long on something like, so most of the trends that were, you know, in last season, I'm buying now because I'm seeing how other people wear them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also determining like, is this just a trend or do I really love it? So like, as soon as you see something maybe on TikTok or Instagram, don't add it to your cart right away. Like, maybe on a more sizable scale, like think about it for two weeks or think about it until your next paycheck. And in that time, really think about 
what would you wear it with? Like, do you have the pieces or are you going to have to buy a whole new outfit to wear this? Like, also, do you really love it? Or like you said, do you just like it because all your friends are wearing it or your favorite celebrities wearing it? I think it's more of like an internal check that you have to think about. Um, because for me, I don't ever wear something because everyone else is wearing it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's like the biggest thing is like, you have to be an individual. You have to like think unique. Um, and it's okay to dress like everyone else. Like, you know, my friends and I will like go to dinner and like one of us will have like the same bag or like the same (laughs) shoes and like, that's fine. It's fun. There's nothing wrong with like copying, but I think you really need to like, just like talk to yourself about it. Be like, am I just buying this because it's cool? Like, and that's even, that's an even deeper, like mindset shift that you have to go over is like, once again, are you wearing this to be hip and cool and like all these things or like, are you wearing it because you love it? Also, like if you put it on and you hate it, like we need to stop going back to things we hate. And like back to your (laughs) point of like your uniform, like that's a great thing. Like that's one of my biggest tips for people is like, if you know you like jeans from this specific place, Mm -hmm. always go there for those because like, why put yourself through that headache and that like struggle to find a pair of jeans at maybe this new brand, like try it. Yeah, it's fine. But if you know, you don't like it, don't keep going back to it. Like it's a Mm -hmm. waste of money. It's also a waste of your time. Like hot topic, but I still buy jeans at American Eagle because they fit my body the best. And I love that. And it's in my price range. Like I'm not buying $300 jeans yet as much as I would love to be. (laughs) So like always like keep going back to the things that, you know, you love. There's, there's really nothing wrong with it. Now that I think about it, it literally just sparked in my head. (laughs) It just like finally clicked when you said, stop going back to things that you don't love. It's almost like going back to like a bad ex. It's like, why do you keep doing that? It's like, you already know it's going to cause you pain. You already know that you don't like it. So why are we like just turning our wheels? Okay. That's really great advice because I think it is so hard to right now to distinguish like this idea of, do I like a piece because I like the piece or do I like it because the body that it's on? Mm -hmm. And especially with celebrities, like... Let's be honest. Haley Bieber, banging body. She could put something on. Rihanna, oh my gosh, stunning, beautiful, gorgeous. If I wore Rihanna's like Matt Gala yellow look, people would look at me and try to like put me into a loony bin because (laughs) they'd be like, girl, you are crazy. No. So what is your advice when it comes to taking inspiration from your favorite celebrities and icons and from even like stores that you're shopping in and applying it into your daily life in a way that's um, a little bit more easy and it relieves that pressure. I don't know. Does that make sense? Let me know. Mm -hmm. No, it does. Um, So what I would say is going off of like things you're seeing on the runway or the red carpet or like trends, it's not just like a piece. So like that Mm -hmm. whole dress, like, you're probably not going to find that in a everyday store. So like, say, look more at the composition of it. Like, does it have the puff sleeves? What does the waistline look like? How long is it? What colors are being incorporated? What material is it? Like a tool fabric? Is it velvet? Is it leather? Find those pe- those pieces of the overall, you know, mm-hmm. product and be like, okay, what do I like? And then you'll realize like, 
we'll say, for example, H&M. It's a great place. It's very fashion forward. Same with Zara. Mm -hmm. They're not taking the exact same thing from the runway. They're making it a more everyday style. So Mm -hmm. like that yellow dress, for example, they're probably incorporating that in maybe a top and they're going to have it be that tool fabric. It's probably going to be a little bit more accentuated. It's it might have puff sleeves or maybe it doesn't have sleeves, but like that color and that material is something that you can incorporate into your everyday. Um, or say like maybe like something that I'm seeing is like really structured denim for the new spring season. Zara like just released a whole collection and they've made so many pieces out of this like structured denim look like they have corsets. Like, I mean, most people wouldn't wear like, the full corset with the big tool skirt that mm-hmm. we saw on the runway, but they might wear the corset top with like a jacket or a blazer and a nice pair of jeans and heels to the bar. Like it's more about taking the small details and using those in your everyday, because like you said, you're not going to wear that giant dress because <laughs> you would look like a crazy person. Also, like how would you fit in your car? Like you couldn't. No, I drive a Toyota Corolla. There's no way I'm getting in. Like, no, that's such a great piece of advice. So taking inspiration from the piece and like looking at the elements of it and Mm -hmm. separating it just from like the person and the piece. Oh my gosh, Shelby, you are giving me so much gold right now. Like you are just like revitalizing my love for fashion and stuff because I've always loved to look at it, but it almost felt like unaccessible Mm -hmm. to me, whether it was like the money factor of it or not looking like the models that they had it on. But like, these are such good tips that people can take into their everyday life. And I think that the tips that you're implementing too are really good for like slowing down when it comes to the purchasing, because I like love the idea of shopping your own closet. But sometimes I sit there and I'm like, oh, but I'm bored. And it's like, okay, if your fashion is boring you, then like, how do we, you know, how do we spice it up? So that brings me to my next question. When you go in your closet and you say, I have nothing to wear, what does that say to you and how can we fix it? So it's pretty rare that I think that like, I have my outfits planned for like weeks in advance. Like that's how crazy I am. Okay. Like I'm a psychopath, but whenever that happens, like, I really think about, okay, you know, maybe it's time to go through my closet. Maybe mm-hmm. it's time to go through those pieces that I hate this saying, but like no longer bring you joy. Like the ones that like you haven't worn in like years or like you don't, you don't have anything to wear it with, or maybe it still has a tags on it. Like get rid of it because it's adding clutter. Also like from there, I would go through and be like, what's your favorite pieces? Like maybe make like a small collection of like the things you love and going even further. So like whenever I meet with people and I like help them with a style consult, what I do is I create multiple looks with like the same pieces. So like pull your favorite outfit out and be like, okay, how can I make this look different? Can you change the top? Can you change the accessories? Can you change the pants? Can you change the shoes? Can you add a jacket? Like there's so much versatility to how you can change a look to make it more inspired and make you want to wear it. Um, and also make you love your closet. Like I will say, I really haven't bought a ton of stuff for winter. Like I've been 
free wearing a lot of the same pieces. Mm-hmm. But what I do is like I'll wear a sweater with like blue gen- blue denim. Then I'll wear it with a pair of leather pants. Mm. Then I'll wear it with a slip skirt or I'll add it over top of like a dress that I had from summer. So like that's four to five outfits right there using the same sweater. So just like get really creative. Um, and like, you know, when you're not feeling inspired, once again, return to where you find that inspo or like go on your favorite shop that you like to shop at and see kind of like what they're pushing out and maybe be like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to buy a whole new outfit, but what piece can I add to make me love, you know, some of the things in my closet or what can I recreate using like similar pieces? Mm -hmm. Um, that would be like my best advice without having to, you know, completely get a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> yes. Or beat those yourself are, up over it. That those are like such actionable tips too. I never even thought about like pulling out my favorite outfit first and then seeing what I can do on top of that or to like edit that. That is such good advice. Again, this is why this is your passion and I'm the one doing the interview. Um <laughs> because we all have our different things. So what are you seeing that's coming up next? What are you seeing that is going to be coming? Because here's the thing. Like, let's be honest. Trend forecasting is really interesting once you start doing it. I do it as a social media manager, but not necessarily about fashion, but social trends. But trend forecasting, like you're like the looks on the runway, like they're doing spring summer shows, not in spring summer. They're doing them in literally the the winter or the fall. Like there things are playing like years in advance for these designers. So like, what are you seeing coming up? Oh, this is so exciting. Um, I love looking at this stuff. So I'll tell you kind of like the vibes that I'm seeing first, because I think that's another way to like, you know, incorporate trends without having to like buy all the stuff that's on the runway. So like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really girly and delicate, like spring and summer, like mm-hmm. think like very feminine, um, that can be like, you know, super like dainty, lightweight pieces, or it can be like floral and just like really fun. Um, I'm also seeing like a more relaxed and effortless look. So like using those basics, so like the tea and the denim and like a good structured blazer or jacket, um, you know, keeping it really simple, which I think is great for people that have more of a minimalistic view of fashion or, mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of capsule wardrobes. This is going to be your season. Like <laughs> I'm going to need to take tips from from people like that because I am not a minimalist. I need to be more. I don't have enough basics in my closet. <laughs> I um, only have basics, so we can chat. Yes. <laughs> um, it's also going to be like pretty edgy. Um, also, there's going to be like some sensuality, like a lot of the sheer pieces. Like, I mean, I wouldn't wear one without something under it, but like some people might. Like, it's mm-hmm. showing your undergarments is something that's I saw a lot on the runway for spring and summer. So, is it like I, more of a boost? So right now, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, you're good. So you're good. Right now we see like the corset tops, which is kind of like reminiscent of not only lingerie, but also like kind of the 1800s like Regency era. So are we seeing a shift of like more away from corsets and like we're showing a bralette? Is it still going to be that corset style? Like what is that looking like? It's looking more like it's going to be like the looser fitting thing. So like a slip um, Mm -hmm. or like the bralette, like you were saying, like kind of that like lingerie vibe without the structure in it. So interesting. Yeah. Lots of lace, um, which also kind of plays into that girly piece. Um, But in regards to like specific trends, like 
There's going to be a lot of feathers and fringe. Um, we're going to see tweed, which, you know, that's a pretty like throwback to like the nineties princess die, like all of that. Yeah. We haven't seen tweed in a hot minute. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan, but I think it looks great on other people. Um, we're going to see, you know, a lot of neutral colors, but also you're going to see a lot of pastels and vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see sequins and sparkles and lots of metallics, which I think that is going to be really fun because I think metallics can go with any style. Like the girly girl can wear like a bright pink or not bright pink, but like a powdery metallic pair of pants. Mm-hmm. But then the edgy girl can wear that like super like classic metallic silver jacket. Like it's, yeah. it's going to like really serve everyone. That's um, so fun. And then that sheer material, which I'm excited for because I think it's fun. It's different. Um, but yeah, like lots of good stuff there. I mean, it's all like, I feel like this season, it's all things that are going to be really attainable for everyone. Oh, that's amazing. I love that because sometimes when I see like the trends that they're forecasting, I'm like, huh? Like when they do, I think, was it, I think it was like last winter. They said that a lot of the shoes were going to have like the toe forming. Oh yeah. No. mm and, and like almost look like hooves. And I was like, oh my gosh, love, but not for me. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one thing I will say I do not love. I think that was so bad. But you could see places taking note of that because the shape of like boots this year were more square. Yes. Like if you looked true. at like retailers. So I think they took like the idea, but didn't make it fully executed. Thank God, because those are just, I don't know. I don't know who likes those, but. You know, again, it's for someone, it but is. it isn't for me. No, Love. same. Um, so overall, whenever you do, because you do some style consulting with people, correct? Mm-hmm. Can you kind of explain how those services work? And then we're going to do like a mini abbreviated style consult for me. But so, because I want you guys to get a taste of what like Shelby does. So if you listen to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I need this, then Shelby's your girl because... I'm so excited for this, but take us through the process of what you would do with a style console. Yeah. So first of all, it depends on what you're wanting. So I can customize my services to, you know, whether you want a full wardrobe edit or mm-hmm. if you're just wanting to do like this, like a season edit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also worked with people on incorporating specific pieces into their wardrobe. So maybe they're starting a new job and they need more professional clothing. We can totally focus on that. Um, we can also work on, um, like specific events. So say you have a wedding in like a few months and you need something to wear. I can create a lookbook for you of different, um, styles of dresses, but also, you know, make them in your price range. Cause like that is very daunting to have to go yeah. through every website and like do personal shopping for yourself. So like, I'm happy to do that for you. So it really depends on what you're looking for, um, in regards to, like the areas of your closet that you need the most help with. Okay. That is so amazing. I love that. Um, so probably for me, so we're starting our abbreviated consult, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So my problem for you, Shelby, is the fact that I currently, my wardrobe is, I know that I'm a winter. I'm a very true winter. I know that wool tones look fabulous on me. Um, but I also, I get very stuck in black and denim and I'm not a very huge accessory person. I have a permanent ring and a permanent bracelet now. Um, but they're, again, very dainty. 
I'm looking to like, because again, I'm an Abercrombie girl, but I'm looking to not look like that post-college frumpy. Mm-hmm. But I also don't work in a professional office. So what would be like, do you have any tips or anything that you would recommend for me to try to like pin down my style? Yeah. So you're already going in the right direction. Like you've answered a lot of questions that I would ask. You know, you know what you like. Um, you also know kind of like what's missing from your closet or kind of like what you're aspiring to look for. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say for you, like, are you wanting to do more of like what you would wear while you're working from home or just like when you're going out with friends? I need to like master the casual. Okay. Because I realize like there is no in between. Like I got this new Abercrombie jacket. We love her. I think she's closer to what we're looking for, but like there is no in between between me looking like cute and nice and then looking like a straight bum. Like I would love that more like middle casual area mm-hmm. to really just like shine through a little bit better. But I just like don't know where to do it and how to do it. For sure. So what I would say is athleisure is on your side because that's mm-hmm. really in right now. So I would say like when you're at home, a matching lounge set is like such a great way to start when you're mm-hmm. thinking of comfort because I think they're so chic. So like when you have, you know, um, a sweatshirt and a pair of sweatpants that match, maybe to make yourself feel a little better, get one that's a little bit more fitted because I have my ones that I never leave the house in, but then I have some that like I'll wear to the airport or I'll wear to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, and with those, like pair them with like a really fun sneaker, like Ooh. sneakers are in right now. So, you know, have a good pair of like casual sneakers that are like you know, let me, sh- I'll show you what ones I'm wearing right now. Well, actually I'll show you. I have two pairs of them. <laughs> I'm wearing the ones I have on are green, but like these new balance, like sneakers are literally my best friends. They're so comfortable. I have you- a pair of those because of you. Oh, are they that. the 574s? That's so bad. I should know this. No, mine are 237. Oh, I have the 5.74 pluses and the 5.74s because of you, because of your new balance recommendations. So I hope you know you have influenced me. I love that. Are the pluses the platforms? Yes. Oh my God. Those are on my wish list. I have them in pink. Here, wait. Let me grab them really fast. I'm so sorry. I'm going to pause. Like, I know no one can see this, but I need to grab them really fast. (laughs) Okay. Those are so cute. Okay. Perfect. Perfect shoe. Okay. Those already will make you look more chic. Slay. Okay. So matching sweat set, that's like comfort. Next up from that, I would do like it's winter now. So do a cute like oversized sweater with like a Mm -hmm. pair of leggings and those sneakers. Or maybe, you know, um, like another fashion sneaker similar to like Golden Goose. I wear Vintage Havana. They're like a smaller, like mm-hmm. more affordable brand. You could pair with that. Or you could even do like, you know, Uggs are in, like do a pair of Uggs. I love my Ultra Minis. There you go. So, whore for the Ultra Mini. Ugg, sponsor me, please. <laughs> <laughs> me too. No, literally. Um, if you want to step it up more, I would do like a cute pair of denim. So like, mm. I love the flare fit crop denim. I think it looks good on everyone, but if that's not your taste, wear like your favorite skinny jeans or your favorite pair of straight leg, like whatever style you like, pair like a cute tee with jeans and a cardigan. Cardigans can be your best friend. I need to use them more. I just have a hard time like 
for me, I love the way t-shirts and cardigans look on other people, mm-hmm. but it's not comfortable to me. Like it's too much like bulky. movement and yeah, it's bulky. I like a lot of like oversized things, but like, it's just too much. But I think that's a cute casual look. Yeah. Um, and that would accentuate like your love for t-shirts, but maybe try a different color. Like try one of those, you said jewel tones look good on you. Oh was, yeah. Yeah. I, do you when that I wear a jewel tone? I'm getting compliments. <laughs> wear that and like jewel tones are so like such good winter pieces but also mm-hmm. they look really good in the summer too so yeah. that's something that you can carry in trying to think what else um okay there, so this might be out of your comfort zone Ooh, I'm, I'm so excited for this but like how do you feel about like simple dresses like a t-shirt dress or a sweatshirt dress so like my biggest problem with dresses is that because i am tall I'm a long torso tall, so I don't have long legs, but my torso mm-hmm. is. So it's really hard for me to find a, like a t-shirt dress. And I think it could be also my fear of not wearing things that are flattering because it's so funny. Whenever I put something on, I like sit there and I'll be like, okay, is this outfit it? Like there are certain days that I've like decided I'm not going to look good. Like I've just decided that, which is something I'm trying to change into the new year because let's be honest, I really do think there's a lot of power in like look good, feel good kind of vibes mm-hmm. um, and like carrying yourself with confidence. But I know t-shirt dresses are hard for me because it's just hard to find ones that are long. And I always, I, I every time I would wear them, people would be like, oh, it would look better with a defined waist. I don't know why I got an accent, but. <laughs> Welcome to the South. All right. No, where okay, so this will help you too because maxi links are gonna be in for the spring, and that's my favorite mm-hmm. type of t-shirt dress. HM has great ones. Try something like that with those sneakers. And love. I mean, yes, it sometimes looks like a nightgown, mm-hmm. but I love it and I always get compliments. So it's like it's funny the things that like you aren't always willing to try, or like maybe you feel like they don't look good on you. It always turns out that people are like, where's that from? I love that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I was so concerned when I walked out of the house this morning. So I would say start there. Um, I think becoming a dress girl is also like, is a goal of mine. So this could be a really good step in that direction because I do have like an athletic dress that I like with the built-in shorts, which helps with the short factor. mm -hmm. But literally whenever you go to a farmer's market, don't you look around and you see all the people in dresses and you're like, wait, you look so chic. Like that's literally me all the time. I want to be a dress girl. It's so easy too. It eliminates like the top and bottom fiasco. Like you can just put on one thing and you're good to go. So easy. So comfy. Love. Okay. You've given me so much good information, like information and inspiration. I will be looking for good loungewear sets because right now I'm not going to lie. I wear my like just sweats and but I love the idea of a loungewear set how do you want people to get in contact with you how you know follow you on Instagram of course and then if they're interested in styling is that something that you're doing a fee for is that something that you know you're helping people with like how is that service working so you can find me on Instagram um my handle is style with her by srt I just had to look that up because I can never remember any of my Instagrams. I'm the worst. Um, But if you're interested in style consultations, just reach out to me because I vary it depending on like how much time it's going to take me. So Mm -hmm. um, if it's just like something simple, like I just had a friend reach out to me and she was like, Hey, can you find me some sneakers? 
I'm not going to charge someone for that. Cause that's like literally so easy for me. Like <laughs> I'll just send you the links to like things that I find. But if you want more of like a lookbook out of it, like you want something that you get to have, or like you want it to be more personal. Like you want me to go through your closet and piece together specific outfits with clothing you own. That's probably something that I would charge for. So really just reach out to me and we can come up mm-hmm. with like, I don't have set fees. I really try and make it so it's attainable for anyone because I feel like that's another part. Like it's a very missed market. Like there's stylists for, you know, celebrity level Mm -hmm. clients or like someone who's on the higher end, but there's not really anyone to consult. That's like in our 20 something price range. So I really try and make it affordable and attainable. And like, to be honest, like a lot of things like I can work with you on. So just reach out to me and like, Tell me what your concerns are, what you want to work on. um, And then we can go from there. I love that. Well, before we end off, I need to know what is your piece of big sis advice for the listeners? Because what is it? What are you, what do you want people to know to remember? It doesn't have to do with fashion, but what is something that is on your mind, on your heart that you want to share with our listeners? Oh. Okay. I love this. So I have really realized as I'm moving through my twenties that life is all about how you feel and not how it looks. Mm. And I think all of those feelings that you're having, whether it's, you know, you're really enjoying something that you're doing, or you really love the people that you're around, or maybe it's like, you don't want to wake up in the morning and go to your job, or you really hate how you feel after you leave like dinner with a certain group of people. Like, if that's how you feel, like really pay attention to it because yeah, maybe that group of friends, like all your friends hang out with them, or maybe they seem like the cool people or your job is like going to look good on a resume. Like none of that matters because your life is so short. Like you want every single day to feel good and to matter. And like, you want to feel, you know, like your best self. And the only way to do that is to really check in, um, with how you're feeling. Cause all, um, you know, talk about your episode that you launched today. Like when you were saying how, um, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought, but like you, oh, we're always told what to do. Like we've Mm -hmm. been told what to do. So like, it didn't matter if you liked it or you didn't like it, or you had fun doing it or you didn't like, you knew you had to do it. Yeah. Now you're in control. So really pay attention to that because that has changed my life. And I'm really happy that I realized that now rather than later. Shelby, you are seriously such a gem and I'm so happy that I get to call you a friend and that everyone gets to have this just like moment with you because you are seriously such a gem. And I really hope everybody checks out Shelby's styling Instagram account. And you know, I just can't wait to see what people take from this episode because when I tell you this episode was more valuable than a limited edition pair of golden goose, <laughs> valuable. <laughs> You know what? I'm not even a golden goose girl and I see that value. Oh my gosh. I love it. Emma here. I absolutely hope that you loved this episode as much as I did. It was such a joy to talk to Shelby. Her social medias and her styling account will be linked in the show notes as well as my accounts for Zillennial Big Sis, my personal accounts, my TikTok. As always, send me DMs if you have any requests, questions, or just things you want to share with me. Thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please give us a five-star review, us as in me. That would make me so happy. I can't wait to hear from you next week. Thank you so much. Your Zillennial Big Sis is signing off.